Welcome to a Whiskey and Whiskers Pass the Bottle. We're your host, Chop. Gator. Chris. Blake. And this week we're doing Pass the Bottle. Hey, we just said that, Blake. <laughs> yeah, Chop, you bumblefuck that. Why don't you explain uh, what Pass the Bottle is for our listeners who have not uh, experienced it before? Uh, yeah, this is just an opportunity for our listeners to get to know each of us kind of outside of the context of like drinking and whiskey and whiskers, the main show. So each of us kind of just pick a topic to freestyle on, talk about what we like, dislike, kind of give you an insight to who we are as people. Um, I'm going to give you a hint. It's we're pretty shitty. Uh, so something that, easy, easy, <laughs> something, easy. something that I, uh, was experienced, I guess, recently. Um, I watched the movie Ford versus Ferrari for the first time. Now, for the listeners, I know all you guys know, um, but for the listeners, I'm a, I'm a Ford guy. Like the only vehicles that I've ever had that aren't Fords are my wife's vehicles sometimes, and right now even she has a Ford. And he found them all uh, on the road dead when he got them. They they uh, I've had you know Mustang, Focus, Fiesta. I've had three or four F-150s, two Rangers. Like it, it I'm, a, I'm a Ford guy, right? Yeah, you have to own that many Fords. If you're going to have them, because they don't last long. That makes sense, bro. Sorry. Yeah, it does. You had Uh, all those fucking 15 cars in like the course of what, two years? Well, that's because I crash them. Yeah, and they fucking break. Because they're fast as fuck. No. Okay, so anyway, I watched Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, Every every Ford guy knows Carroll Shelby, right? That. And I thought that's what this story was going to be going into it. It was like, oh, this is Carol Shelby. Well, I know that. She's a great lady, yeah. Uh, dude, this is not, uh, and by the way, it's, um, Christian Bale, Matt Damon. Um, Christian Bale's, Christian Bale's kind of hit or miss. Like, he was good in American Psycho. He, he kind of sucked as Batman, but, you know, some other shit saved Batman and made it awesome. Sure. Hit or miss. Um, We talked about him as one of the best actors. Uh, yeah, but he's not, I mean. He's not a good car guy. Just because he's in it isn't going to make me watch it, right? That's fair. Matt Damon is not one of my favorite actors. Like, uh, Again, he kind of the same thing. Very few movies am I like, this is so much better because Matt Damon's in it. There are a couple, but most of the time it's just like, ah, whatever, Matt Damon's in it. Who cares? Yeah. Dude, both of those guys crushed it in this, in their roles in this movie. And, uh, I didn't know who Christian Bale's character was in the movie. Um, turns out he's a driver named Ken, Ken Miles. Um, and it is less Ford versus Ferrari and more just like about, Ken Miles and the GT40 story. So, uh, basically, um, Ford decides they want to jump into Le Mans, right? They want to, mm. they want to compete uh-huh. with, they want to compete with Ferrari. They try to even buy Ferrari and, and, um, he, Ferrari just uses that as like leverage to get a better offer from Fiat. And then that pisses off Ford, the namesake, Ford the third, I think, or Ford the second, whatever it is. Um, pisses him off. He's like, fuck this. We're, we're creating the GT40, right? This is the GT40 story. We've all heard this. So they go and they race the first year. Uh, they lose because the car fails, but they prove to everybody that their car is faster than Ferrari's, but it, it, the gearbox burns up. So they go back to the drawing board and they get ready to compete the next year. Oh, and then the other caveat to the first time, first year that they race was Ken Miles, who was the, the, one, the star of Ford versus Ferrari, and two, the the all the like raw driver. This is what you need behind the GT40, right? Um, they didn't let him drive it. One because he's he's British, or yeah, he's British. 
Um, and Ford is an American make and they didn't, they wanted like, you know, Joe football, all-star, like quarterback, you know, blonde haired kid to be driving their American car. They wanted Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. They wanted, they wanted that to be the face of their race car. And this guy was not that. He was, he's very, he was very abrasive. He didn't get along with a lot of people, but him and Carol Shelby were, were bros. Well, I think it's important to establish too. Le Mans is a different kind of race. It's not a, it's not a race, you know, 15 times around the track type of deal. It's a 24 hour race. Like they're literally racing for 24 straight hours. Yeah. And you gotta have, you gotta, like the driver is a huge part of it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that Ken Miles is, is the one that's doing all the testing, the one that's like, He's, he's very into the mechanicing part of it. He's, I mean, he's just so important. And then they, they cut him out right before the, the first, the debut of the GT40 of Le Mans. So, uh, anyway, he goes back the next year. Every, I don't know if everyone knows the story, but Ford ends up winning first, second, and third place at Le Mans the first time that Ken Miles drives. Um, the reason they had three cars in the race is because they had two other teams. Now, Ken Miles was the reason that the GT40s were there, and they were all driving GT40s. But uh, Ken Miles had ended up taking the lead in the in the race, and he backed off so that they could go, all three could cross the finish line at the same time, and they actually ended up giving the win to somebody else, and that's historically accurate. Um, Ken Miles didn't win the race, even though he was the reason for the GT40. And he also was the like winner of the like he beat everybody else. He was like a lap ahead, and he backed off so that all three cars could cross the finish line at the same time. Anyway, it's a really cool story. Um, Matt again, Matt Damon and Christian Bale together crush it. Um, there's there's a scene where like they stand up for each other. There's a scene. There's scenes where like Ken Miles is clearly the mechanic. That's like this is what and the driver. That's like this is what I. I, what, what we need, we have to do this. And then there's, it shows Carol Shelby's like side of the whole scenario where he's trying to do the politics, you know, trying to get his driver and trying to, um, keep Ford interested so they continue funding it. Right. So Carol Shelby had as much to do with it for sure. But, um, I, I feel like Ford versus Ferrari is finally Ken Miles like justification. Like this is his. This is the world being like, hey, good job for what you did. Because he didn't win Le Mans, and he actually died like shortly after uh, after they won the race. He died in a car wreck at a testing facility for Ford. So he didn't have a long career after the race, after they, after he succeeded. Um, really good story. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, again, both those guys crush it. Their, their um, chemistry together is really good. Uh they they stand up for each other. They fight each other. They they're both drivers. I mean, they're they're you know, Carroll Shelby was a race car driver before he was Carroll Shelby the you know the car designer. Yeah, the designer. Um, super. Uh, it's just a badass movie. Incredibly well acted. It's a good story. It's fun to watch. There's there's cars that are going fast and they sound cool and they look cool and dude, it's it's an awesome movie. I would watch it two or three more times. Like, it's that good, and I'm not a repeat movie-watching motherfucker. So it sounds to me a lot like uh, Ken Wiles won the race with his cars or whatever. And not won, but you know what I mean. He fucking succeeded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he went back to the Ford facility or whatever, and he was doing a bunch of cocaine and getting drunk. And Honestly, of- I don't... I don't know. Maybe so. With a but, bunch of strippers. And then he was like, hey, we should go take the GT40 out and fucking blast this track real fast. Dude. It's, and he is the fastest. Like, it, it, they're, they're showing him when he's doing uh, the laps. 
trying to beat Ferrari. Like, for some reason, he gets that. Oh, the scene where the he tries to close his door. The very beginning of the race, something interesting that isn't a thing anymore. But back in the day when they started Le Mans, you would run, the drivers would be separate from their car. And when they said go, basically the drivers had to run across the street, get into their vehicle, and then take off. And, That's cool. And uh, so Ken Miles jumps in his car to take off for the biggest race of his career, of his life, a Ford's life and he goes to close the door and it doesn't close it doesn't latch and it like bounces back open and so he's like trying to take off with one hand and he's slamming the door and then he's going 160 miles an hour trying to hold the door and drive at the same time and he does a lap and comes back and then they have to fix it and of course they fix it by like hitting it with a big ass hammer and uh, but he's down now at this point like he's got to catch back up and he starts breaking uh, you know, lap records, you know, one, another, he broke it again. He broke his last one. He broke his last one faster and faster and faster until he's ahead of everybody. Dude, it's a, it's gnarly. It's such a good story. Yeah. And that, and that door thing actually happened also. So there's a whole lot of stuff that, that, um, they maybe, had to make a movie out of it. Right. There's stuff like, like, uh, when him and Carol Shelby get into a fight, they get into a fist fight in the front yard nice. and they're just arguing over different things. It's really entertaining. It's fun to watch. And they give a little bit of insight into their history. Like, um, Ken Miles was, uh, he fought in World War II. He drove a tank across Germany or something like that. And he kept it going the whole time. And then Carol Shelby was like a wrestler, you know, in high school. So when they have a fight, they like, they're sitting there and they're both like drinking a soda after the fight and they're talking about like, how'd you do that? And he's like, oh, cause I was in the British military. He's <laughs> like, how'd, what was this thing? And he's like, oh, I call it the claw. I was a wrestler in high school. <laughs> You know, like, I think that part is made up, but it's still entertaining. It's fun. Um, but then there's stuff that's real, like like him not winning the race, even though he should have. Him not competing in the first race, even though he should have. Him dying after the race. All that stuff really happened. Him not being able to close his door. That stuff right. really happened. Right. So I'm not going to say it's, like, you know, uh, historically accurate 100%, but it is pretty close. And, God, it's a good story. It's a lot of fun. So, so that's my jam. If you like that one and you uh, need a family movie night sometime, uh, check out um, The Art of Racing in the Rain. I've Yeah, it, Amazon uh, suggested that to me like as soon as that movie was over. And I was like, I guess maybe I should check it out. But It's good. And it's a good one to watch with, like, with you know, wife and kids. Nice. Yeah, it was, it's a cool movie. And Carol Shelby's driving around his, his uh, Shelby Cobra the whole movie with the fucking dope-ass car. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So time to pass the bottle. Yeah. Uh, I'll go next. All right. What's up? Uh, so recently I got a, uh offer from PlayStation to do another free trial of their streaming service for video games, right? So it's called PlayStation Now. And it basically what it does is you pay, I think it's $10 a month now. Uh, and there's a library of like 900 games that you get to just like, yeah, I want to play this right now. Uh so when they started out doing this, I just trip. So when you say streaming service, you're not talking like, oh, I'm sh- like Twitch. You're talking like, like Netflix, like yeah. their whole library of games and you get to play whatever one. You- That's interesting. Yeah. So okay. this has been a thing for a little while. And like Microsoft bought out an entire company that had a, a streaming platform just so they could try and do the same Was thing. It right. Gamefly. Uh, no, some, somewhere else. I can't remember, but, uh, anyway, so PlayStation made theirs, and uh, when they started out, it was really expensive, and it didn't work that well. Um, it just wasn't really worth it. And 
I tried like they had a you know a month free trial or whatever when they first came out with it, but after that it was like twenty two dollars a month or something like that, and uh, the streaming quality was kind of shit. So like you would get disconnected a lot and stuff. So now they've come back and been like, all right, ten dollars a month, you get access to the whole library, and like the streaming is significantly better. And then on top of that, about half of the library you can actually download to your console, so you're not streaming it. Oh, you just cool. have to check in online whenever you launch the game. Uh, and dude, it is pretty fucking cool. Uh, yeah, I could. That could be like a. I don't go out and buy games anymore. I just pay for the service. And yeah, I was gonna ask how they keep people from just like signing up for the service, downloading everything, and then canceling you're, the you're service gonna, for, for the next six months. I think probably for online platform games, you're gonna end up. They're gonna drop them onto the onto PS Now. You know, weeks if not months after the release of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And don't get me wrong, they have a lot of really, really great games, but usually, more often than not, they're not dropping day one releases. You know what I mean? Yep. And if it, but if it really took off, I could totally see them going the way of Netflix and being like, "All right, this is exclusive PlayStation content that only drops on our platform." Yeah. And if you want it, you have to sign up for our shit. So I think it's a really cool idea, um, and I'm curious to see where it takes like gaming moving forward because like. Hard hard copies of games is already starting to kind of be like a a thing of the past a little bit, yeah. you know. Um, so I'm cu- I'm curious how it works out, but um, I think it is really cool. I think the idea of allowing people to download the game to their console and you just basically have to like check in online when you launch the game. Uh, well, dude, <laughs> they should. I think they should definitely get to where they do first day releases, but you pay full price for the game. Like you still have to like you can purchase it online. You don't actually have to go to. A, a, an establishment to purchase the game you know like same day release you pay full price for the game um, but you can do it all through the platform it's just an additional charge on they top already, of they your $10 a month. and yeah, if what if it's if it's an cool. exclusive uh playstation exclusive though you could give like pre-release or 24 hours before you even release the game and only let those people buy it and you pay full price yeah. for a game but because you're a playstation member you get you it 24 get, hours earlier yeah, yeah right. something like that or uh, so what the PlayStation store does that without PlayStation. Now, um, you can actually pre-order a game and it'll have a, you can download it and it'll have a timer on your dashboard or whatever. And as soon as the timer hits zero, then you can launch the game nice. and it's already downloaded, patched, everything ready to go. You just launch it at midnight. Uh, so I, that's really cool. Uh, like I've, I'm, that's what I mean. Like they're already moving in a direction of like, Hey, physical doesn't really matter anymore. You know, can you it's still external hard drive to increase your, yeah. Yeah, you can. Uh, and and with PS4, at least on the newer editions, they also made it to where it's really, really, really easy to pop the old hard drive out and put in a bigger one. Uh, like, very accessible. It's like three screws kind of thing. Um, but anyway, uh, what I really, really like about it and what interests me is the idea of moving forward. Like, is that something that gaming could get to at a point where it's like, all right, I just pay a subscription to um, PlayStation at this point and... I play whatever the fuck I want, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did it to musicians. There's no reason they can't do it to gaming companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're doing it to music, right? With Spotify. That's, that's what I said. They did oh, it to, yeah. Yeah, and, they did it and, to musicians. And movies. Like, They've already done it to movies, This yeah. is This is the way that media's trending. Well, mm-hmm. and now with the state of the world now, like movies, movie theaters, it'll be kind of amazing to see how many of them actually open back up. Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah as a quick side note, uh, I don't remember the name of the movie. It's a Tom Hanks movie. Greyhound, I think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't getting released in the theaters at all. It's going straight to streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. And Tom Hanks is kind of pissed off about it, but I mean, that, that might be where the future is, you know? Yeah. Hey. That's a... The reason that's important is because that's a big name, like... 
You know what I mean? A Tom Hanks movie going straight to DVD, essentially. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Remember, like twenty years ago when Metallica was all mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, so first of all, props to PlayStation because whenever they first launched it, it it didn't do well because it was too expensive. There wasn't a big enough catalog. The streaming kind of sucked, and they turned it around. They made it ten dollars a month, which is streaming service price, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then they made the streaming work significantly better. And then on top of that, they made it to where you can download a bunch of the shit. That way it's easy to, like, you're not even worried. Like, oh, if my internet drops out, I can't play. You know what I mean? Like, it just it just works because it's downloaded. Yeah, that could that could change the whole platform for yeah. sure. So, uh, yeah, major props to them. I'm curious to see where it goes. Uh, I think at this point, I want to say that Sony is really competitive because I know Microsoft is putting a lot of work into their doing the same thing, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, props to them. I think it's cool. Nice. All right, pass the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you are familiar with controversies. Have y'all seen the uh, the Glove Gate controversy that's going on right now? Mm-mm. So uh, the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder fight that happened. They're saying his gloves were stuffed with rocks or something. Yeah. What? Well, not stuffed with rocks, but like tampered because there's there's like they have slowed down footage in the fight where he's like throwing punches, and it looks like. You know, when you put your hands in the gloves, like, they fit. It looks like his hands almost kind of came out a little bit. And, like, the rounded part where your knuckles go is, like, loose. So he's, like, throwing a jab like that with his wrist. And you can see the whole end of the glove kind of, like, flop and just hit Deontay Wilder in the face. But there's not, like, definitive proof of, like, a metal bar in there or, you know, plaster Paris or something like that to make it harder. They're like, if even if he did that, stupid. But they keep going back to this was a sanctioned fight. The commission was there. Yeah, they looked the, at their the coach from the other fight. team. Watched my hands get wrapped. You know, he's like, "This is stupid." But that and imagine how hard that guy hits. Mm-hmm. If anybody can, have you ever seen like the slow mo footage when you punch like someone in the gut or something? Yeah, how much like it deforms or whatever. You know, yeah. Any anything, even like a tennis ball hitting a wall, you think it just bounces off, but then when you watch it in slow mo, it, it like collapses. completely flat. Dude, imagine imagine Tyson Fury punching somebody with a glove. Dude, if anybody can make that glove do some weird shit with a punch, it's that guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Well, and also, like, at what point in the fight was that? There's a chance too that his hands are fucking mangled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a very small clip that they're referencing, and it's like really out of that whole fight. Y'all are complaining about this. What if he just opened his hands up and slapped him? You know, he could have done that. It's stupid, but he might have. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, his gloves weren't tampered with, and it's not even Deontay Wilder who's complaining about it. He hasn't even commented about the whole thing. It's like people from his camp and people around because he'll him. look like a bitch if he does like, it's, yeah. some kid, it's some mma buzz clickbait oh, it's company so that's doing it it's so stupid dude well fuck him Reed. dude he you know he won that fight like he just did minus bitch slapping him he fucking tko'd him you know what i mean you can't argue with that it's stupid to even do that that's why they have commissions so it's happened before where boxers like stuff their gloves and stuff and I think the last time it happened was like in the 50s, and this guy, like, both his eye sockets broke and his cheekbones broke, and they found out the guy had stuffed his gloves, so they... Fixed it, yeah. Yeah. No more of that shit. Because the guy's career has ended. I think he was crippled for life after that, you know, like... Damn. And then that guy was banned from boxing for the rest of his life, too. Yeah, I think Tyson Fury's just a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Like, again, if anybody can bend a glove and make it look crazy if you slow it down, 
it's that guy. Yeah. I feel like he could just be shadow boxing and make a glove look weird. (laughs) Yeah. Because he just swings so hard and he's so big and strong. Yeah, dude. He is crazy, man. A huge human being. Fucking crazy. They even have his gloves that were actually used in the fight. And they look kind of like flat and deflated, but it's just the way the gloves are. That's how they look. They're after, used. after he punches with them yeah. for an hour. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, yeah, it's, it's so stupid, man. It's just crazy. Yeah, I guess you know you're in a good spot when there's a controversy surrounding you, you know? Yeah. He's a good fighter, so people are going to be... Haters are going to hate. Conspiratorial and controversial, and it's cool. I don't know. Nice. He's, they're going to do it again, so hopefully he'll, he'll put the whole thing to rest. I'll watch it again, goddammit. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. 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 Man, that's all I got to... Is it one of them supposed to fight Tyson? I don't know if anything's going to happen. happen. Is Tyson coming back? He's not coming back. He's so old, man. I, I think it's all talk. I keep seeing hype about it. It's supposed to be an exhibition fight, though. He's just like staying relevant, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's to keep making money, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. So he's just staying relevant is all, I think. Yeah, I doubt he'll. Uh, Although it would be fun to see him and Holyfield go at it again as old men. Wow. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holyfield's still, like, he can still do it. I mean, they're both going to be old, but... They're both still fast and both still And they capable. can still hit hard. You know what I mean? That hit hard never goes away. Yeah, Tyson fighting anybody even now. That's a scary concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, nice. All right. Chris, what you know? Pass the bottle to me, huh? Yeah. Um. So I've been watching a bunch of uh, like nature documentaries and stuff. And I found this Ooh. one that was like the 70 most dangerous animals in Asia or something, right? Oh, nice. And... First of all, Asia has, like, all the animals. Like, all the ones in Africa and all the ones in America, like, they tend to all be in Asia. Also. Lions and elephants. And, and tigers. Camels. And, yeah, and, yeah. Like, all of it, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> There's an Asiatic version of whatever African animal there is, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rhinos, hippos. Yeah, uh-huh. it's crazy. Yep. And uh, and we've often had had the discussion about like what's the baddest animal like you know what do we always do the bear versus gorilla right um, which there was bears and and monkeys and all kinds of shit in Asia right so Asiatic bears yeah they, they all they all came in there out of all of them the one that I was most impressed with is the fucking honey badger straight up the honey badger gives no fucks and they had an instance of a honey badger that was rabid and there's no stopping this thing. Like, it's chasing lions away. Lions are like, nope, not fucking with the honey badgers, man. Especially if it's rabid, dude. So, quick wormhole. Mm-hmm. I watched some rabies videos on YouTube this week. Like, people who get it. <laughs> of course you did. Dude, it's fucking bad, man. Yeah. Like, when you get it, you're done, dude. You go through, like, so many horrible stages of death. Mm-hmm. Before you finally just, like, go into a coma and you can't breathe anymore and you die. But before but- that, you get rabid, literally. They have to tie you down to a bed and you can't drink water. Which is basically just like you're crunk as fuck, right? Yeah. Like, uh, have you ever seen the video? I think something about an animal or or a person, it doesn't matter, but it's like it's fighting for its life right now. It's ready to die over this shit. Like, have you have you seen the the goose that's fucking with the cows? There's like a bunch of big ass cows, and the goose is like, "Fuck you, bro!" And he's he's going hard. Come at me, you know. Mm-hmm. And the goose can run off the cows. Yeah. Like, dude, a cow would fuck a goose up. There's nothing a goose can do to a cow. But it's just so crunk that, like, he's like, no, I'm not fucking with that. Yeah, dude. It's like, it's like crackheads downtown. You're like, yeah, I'm not messing with that. He's not big, but I'm not going <laughs> to fuck with him. <laughs> so you pack all that, like, cr- animosity. Oh. Ooh. You pack all that animosity, all that crunkness into a fucking honey badger that already is, like, a small tank. Yeah. Crunk made out of armor and has, like, claws and teeth and it's 
dude, you can't fuck with that. You can't fuck with it. Yeah, rabbit honey badger at this point, I think, is the winner of all things. Running that back to the one I talked to, you, did, you played the Far Cry games, right? Uh-huh. Do you remember, I, I want to say it was either 4, maybe, Far Cry 4, that honey badgers existed, and if they fucking came at you, you were just like, oh, nope, fail. <laughs> Getting the fuck out of here. Like, every dude, you would fight, like, whatever, I'll shoot a fucking tiger in that game, but, like, honey badgers came around, and you're just like, dude, they're small, they're hard to hit, they're fucking mean, they don't die, I'm running away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a reason that honey badgers are a meme, like, yeah. Because they're just that badass. Yep. We need to find an adversary for the honey badger. That's the next the next goal. We need something that'll fuck it up. Like a rhino, maybe? <laughs> Dude, they get bit by venomous snakes. And, like, at worst case scenario, they sleep it off for a little while and then go back to eating the snake. Yeah, they kill the snake. They get bit a few times. They pass out. They wake up with a hangover and they eat the snake. And yeah. Carry on. And feel all better. <laughs> Dude, honey the badgers snake don't cure. give a fuck. Can they climb trees? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. They can do it all, dude. Dude, and that there's a show uh, on on Prime called um, Alone, and a fucking they're they're like up in Alaska or something. And this guy shoots a moose. He gets a moose. He fucking kills a moose. He's he's out there for like a hundred days or something like that. Honey badger's moose now. And he kills him. Yeah, he kills <laughs> a moose. And he's like, all right, I got to keep the bears and shit away from the moose. He's worried about bears. So he builds this, like, it looks like a pyre, like this, he finds three trees that are close to each other, completely strips all the branches off and builds, like, a platform at the top, and then he has a ladder that he leans up to it, and he climbs up to the top. And it's it's really cold, so, like, he's not worried about refrigeration, he's mm-hmm. worried about keeping other animals away from it. Right. So he, he like, he first of all, the honey badger gets right up there, or it's not a honey badger, but it's a badger, he gets up there and fucks with his shit. He's like, damn, how do I keep this fucking badger from stealing my shit every night? So he starts like putting like thorns and shit around the the posts at the base so that it can't climb up. Dude, it still climbs up. He ends up killing a badger with an axe. <laughs> Dude. Damn. Yeah, he's a bad motherfucker. But the point is the badger climbed up this pole that's like, I don't know, eight inches around and it's straight up for like 12 feet and badger just climbs up it. Doesn't care. Yeah. Don't give no fucks. Mm-mm. Damn. All right. Well, yeah, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah, I'd say that's past the bottle. Cool. All right, guys. Well, the Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. On there, you can find links to all our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as links to every way to listen, including uh, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and all your favorite podcasting apps. So uh, go check it out. we got new episodes every Monday, new content all the time. We'll see you next week. Bye.